Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. On the line now, joining us is Matthew Simmons, uh, the, the Deputy Director General, the Acting Deputy Director General, if I'm not mistaken, Budget Office at the National Treasury. Matthew, a very good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. Hi, good afternoon, Michael. Uh, I do need to correct that. I was going to ask for clarification. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't been with the National Treasury since about 2017. I'm currently the Executive Director at the uh, at Economic Research Southern Africa. Okay, so Matthew, apologies for that, and uh, yes, thank you again for joining us and uh, clarifying no. your uh, designation. Matthew, okay, so here we are. Let's, uh, it's budget time again. It's time to look through, look at uh, what to expect uh, finance-wise, what we're going to be subjected to with the speech happening on the 22nd of February. Very unsteady times, unemployment rising, industrial production hampered by load shedding, astronomical cost of living increases, fuel costs increasing, electrical tariffs. Okay, I won't go on and on. Power charges going yeah. up all the time. List is lengthening yearly. What do you think will be the key areas of focus in this year's budget speech? Yeah, so thank you, Michael, and good afternoon, good afternoon to your listeners. Um, you know, I think that the way that the National Treasury likes to do these things, and in fact by, by law and regulation is required to do these things, is that they set the budget out in October each year in the medium-term budget policy statement. Right. And the intention is that the budget is strongly, at least strongly, based on that policy statement. So, in effect, if you want to know what the budget will be doing this this year, what mm-hmm. you'll see in the budget, you've got to start with the medium-term budget policy statement and then work in whatever economic adjustments or spending pressures may have arisen since then. I think, as you've correctly laid out, it's a, it's, a, it's a very odd time to be doing the budget. Very challenging in terms of the economic, but also the emerging political and socioeconomic environment. And National Treasury certainly has its hands full. There is going to be pressure for them to um, increase spending, um, an area that comes to mind is, is after the medium-term budget policy statement, there was a very large request by Transnet mm-hmm. um, for additional funds. And so seeing how the Treasury responds to that is going to be important. But also some of the um, trajectories that the Treasury set in the medium-term budget policy statement, it's going to be interesting to see how those are holding up given the economic strain that we're facing, which wasn't fully anticipated back in October. The big thing that I'm looking for over there is is, is the wage bill. The Treasury based their October forecasts on very um, ambitious positive assumptions around the wage bill. Well, positive for the budget, not positive if you're a wage earner paid by government. And then, of course, the emergence of load shedding will have weakened the economic base but to some extent, that will be set offset by other short-term economic developments, um, higher GDP inflation, um, higher base uh, GDP base. That fairly technical issues. Certainly, Matthew. Uh, on the based on what you've just outlined now, um, has the tax base shrunk or increased? I mean, it, it's a very difficult one to answer, and for people wanting to find out more about no. that. SARS does produce a very comprehensive and detailed report, tax statistics report each year. Mm-hmm. And it's, for people nerdily inclined, it's a great, great thing to, to work through. Right. In, intuitively, 
you cannot imagine that the tax base being the size of tax earners has increased. Right. We have we have seen a very strong um, revenue performance for the last year or two, and certainly for the first half of this year as well. And I would not, I don't think the Treasury itself even tries to present that as an increase in the size of the tax base, the number of profitable firms and uh, people formally employed and paying tax. Mm -hmm. Instead, what we've seen, I think, that has driven the higher tax take has been kind of value effects on the value of certain commodities. And so, you know, no new investments in, for example, the coal sector, but the coal sector's profitability has increased as a result of the increase in their prices. And so that has fed through into higher taxes. But the Treasury would do well, the government would do well to treat that as, as a temporary um, revenue gain. And I think that the, the Treasury and their documentation have done a good job of acknowledging that and doing the best that they can. Certainly. But the temptation is always there to treat that as permanent revenue, increase uh, expenditure off the back of it, and find yourself apologizing and borrowing more in the future. The reason why I actually asked that, uh, Matthew, is I read an article earlier on, and I think um, the country has been deprived of at least 6,000 skilled uh, skilled workers who have emigrated and whatever you. That's now less than that income, that uh, um, shall we say, tax base, which could have been enjoyed by the country. Uh, your take on that? So I think that's 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 definitely part of it. The, the, the employment effect, the people immigrating, um, mm-hmm. but also corporate profitability, the fact that not only are your trading hours shrunk or your business hours shrunk due to load shedding, but also your diesel bill mm-hmm. and the investment cost of installing solar or some kind of alternative, all of these things are increasing the tax capacity of, of, of the economy. Um, there's another element to the issue you raise, which is not just kind of the, the, the lower employment and maybe people leaving the country, mm-hmm. but, you know, there is a fair amount of economic work out there, and we have some of it um, at Economic Research Southern Africa that shows that bringing skilled professionals into the country creates a lot of jobs, skilled and experienced professionals. And this is one of the gaps that I think misses in government's uh, um, immigration policy. They don't realize that, you you know, to build a bridge or build a factory or manage a, a, a complex work environment, you need someone who's 35 and has a degree. Um, just producing graduates is not enough. Sure. Um, sorry, I just kind of got caught up in myself there with my notes. And, all right, very quickly, um, tax loopholes, what are the main ones right now, and who are the main culprits? We can just run through that very quickly. Um, you know, the, the, this is not an area that I focus on very much, but okay. um, the Treasury has spent a number of years closing tax loopholes, um, but it's the nature of the beast that there will always be um, of course, significant challenges. I think that it ties with a big issue that comes up in and around the budget each year, which is increasing taxes and introducing things like wealth taxes. Um, certainly the, the main objective or the first objective of government is to administer its current tax system mm-hmm. as fairly as it possibly can. And I think that we can still have a fair amount of confidence that SARS is, 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 actively and effectively 
enacting that 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 objective, but there will always be opportunities for 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 finding more. Um, but I'm not aware of any major tax sure. loopholes that are about to be closed. Sure. If I can just conclude in infamous words of Winston Churchill, for a nation to try to tax itself into prosperity is like a man standing in a bucket and trying to lift himself up by the handle. Matthew, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon just to give us an overview and a brief, a brief uh, outline as to what we can expect in the budget 2023. Matthew Simmons joining us on the line there. What did you make of Matthew's uh, rundown on what we can expect?